Welcome to another episode of The Blind Spot, a safe space for blind and visually impaired individuals to share their stories and life experiences. I'm Kayla Aliquin. And I'm Melissa Altador. So we did our series on labeling, and I'm glad you guys enjoyed um, the series and gave us some good constructive feedback. We definitely appreciated that. Thank you so much. So um, we also want to acknowledge, you know, how many people have been listening so far and have downloaded our podcast, which we are very, very impressed with. Yeah. At the time of recording, we have so far 123 total downloads, which is really really great. We are we are super excited about that. And we also, um, for those of you who have the Victor Reader stream, we were at the time, we were number two. Could you believe that? Oh my that gosh! I was so surprised. I was so surprised when you told me that. I was like, "What?" Yeah, one of um, <laughs> my best friends, um, who's a big tech head, he has a Victor Reader stream second generation, and he was looking. Um, for you know, for other podcasts to listen to and everything like that, and he's like, "Hold on, he found it," and he's like, he literally texted me, and he was like, "Melissa, guess what? Guess what? You're you guys are at number two for popular podcasts." I was, I was like, like "No way, that's crazy. I was that's like, what? insane. Oh my gosh!" So that's that's a very good thing for us to be very happy about. We're very excited to know that you guys are listening and you guys, you know, love what we're doing. Yeah. And, you know, people who also follow our Instagram page, you know, you. Uh, we really appreciate the followers. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> Thank I think you. I lost count of how many followers. I don't know. We, we have, have like 27 20, right now. 27. Yes. Thank you for keeping track of that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always do. I, I check all the time. So we're at 27, which is still pretty great. Yeah. At know? the time of recording, recording of course. The, of course. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have more. So. Yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're growing. And also, you know, I know some people have also expressed, you know, for people who don't are not very big tech heads like some of you or, you know, yeah. um, we do have an email address. So if you have any suggestions for topics or anything like that, you can always email us at the the blind spot at, at gmail dot com. So our first website, yay! <laughs> well, it's an email. It's email website, so that's cool. That's yeah. Awesome. So I, you know, I will be checking those. So if you guys and Melissa too. Yes. So if we, if you guys have any suggestions on any future topics or questions, or if you want to leave your comments there, if you don't have access to social media, that's a great option. The blind spot at gmail. Dot com and we will also um be checking and putting yeah. our you know any content that we have we'll be also trying to put that there as well so thank yeah you. <laughs> so, um any more acknowledgements anything more you want to get to or? um no i think that was you know all of the acknowledge- acknowledgements for the time being for the moment so thank yep. you guys again we definitely appreciate the support yep so we're going to start a new series of topics. So, um, so today, um, which I will be introducing, we'll be talking about relationships, um, different types of relationships, whether it's your family, networking, um, friendships, romantic, you name it. Um, we'll be talking about it. We'll be going into great detail of, you know, how that affects us you know, as being blind and visually impaired individuals and, 
how we interact socially and how they interact with with us us yes (laughs) that's a a big one um so today to start off this topic we're going to talk about family yes family Mm -hmm. dynamics and and that's like the that's like the first thing that comes, you know, when you're born from the time that you're born mm-hmm. until about you go to preschool or pre-K, whatever, you know, when you or daycare, if you if, you know, if your parents took you to daycare, mm-hmm. you know, and then you start with friendships. Yes, that is true. Friendships as you go on and and as you get older, you know, you have different types of relationships. But today we'll be focusing more where everything begins, which is with your family. Yeah. And especially, you know, today is the 18th, which, you know, Father's Day. Yes. <laughs> to, uh, oh, and, and shout out to anyone in our, you know, lovely, blonde and visually paired community who are parents, who are fathers. We'd like to say happy early Father's Day to you well, guys. Well, it's not. It's Father's Day. So, but yeah. So it's, Father's Day. Yeah. You say happy Father's, Father's Day. Day. It's not early because today yeah, is Father's okay. Day. So. so we want to wish you all happy Father's Day. And I hope, you know, you guys get everything that you wanted and you have a day for yourselves. You know, Mother's Day just passed a month ago. So you guys deserve a day too. <laughs> yeah. I think... I think for marketing purposes, I think Mother's Day is marketed more. Which is sad. <laughs> I think it should be an equal thing, but that's just yeah. me. And if people think of Father's Day. It's not marketed as much as Mother's Day because Mother's Day, you got the flowers. flowers they, yeah. You know, for, for Father's Day, they're just, you know, they're stuck on like the whole tech. Like, and whole, home, like home Depot phone, and tool, tool kits and all that. Yeah, that's all I see. I'm like, come Grilling. on. There's more to it than that. But okay. That's... Guys do more than just put that stuff together. together yeah. <laughs> well, Some of them cook. I mean, it doesn't have to be grilling if you're in the kitchen. Exactly. I know so. my dad, he likes to make his... I love when he makes his <laughs> French toast breakfast. Wow. Yeah. I. Well, when my dad, you know, may he rest in peace, when he was alive, um, he used to make me waffles every morning before I go to school and... Were they the Eggo waffles or the yeah, regular? the Eggo, which is still my favorite to this day. So, and, you know, other things. So, yeah, it was it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, he, he would make pancakes too, but my mom makes the best pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. So, um, I will pose this question to you, Kayla. How is it, you know, you're being the only child. How does your family, you know react to you or interact with you being visually impaired i from my life experience and from what my parents experience you know it was Mm -hmm. a whole you know when i became blind when i was well visually impaired when i was three months old due to a blood clot in my brain Mm -hmm. which for some reason i was hospitalized and i don't remember i was i was such a baby i didn't i don't remember (laughs) anything but you know, it was a me being visually impaired. It was a whole learning curve. As for anyone who has a child or has someone, it's a learning curve. It doesn't come with everybody has different experiences. So I had to deal with they had to deal with, ad, you know, they advocated for me mm-hmm. when I was in school, especially with the school bus. And I'm sure you've had that experience. Too. Oh, yes. Yes, I have. I definitely um had that experience you know 
well, for my parents too, you know, um, this was, you know, for them, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy for them. And I commend them because I had, I'm learning with them as, and, and I'm sure Kayla, you had to do the same thing. Yeah. We had to learn how to interact with the world with our parents because it's like, um, for me, um, when I was born, you know, I was total. Yeah. I found out I was total. And did they tell you you were total? Like, at, well, from, well, okay. So what happened was my mom had rubella, um, um and what, and there's no symptoms with that. So she didn't know she was pregnant. No, she knew she was pregnant, I should say. Sorry. Um, but she didn't know she had it. They um. took, they gave her a blood test and everything, and it, it showed no sign. So when I was born, my mother, the first thing my mother noticed is that I couldn't open my eyes. Like, mm. I, there was, I, I don't know, like, what the circumstances was at that time, but to my knowledge, I wasn't able to open my eyes. I wasn't able to see anything. And, you know, um, I got sick, so I had to stay in hospital for a little bit. Um, they took me home, but they noticed my right eye. Something was going on with my right I don't know if it was a retinal detachment or something was going on to where it was literally like my eye was literally coming out oh my gosh yeah so your eyeball yeah oh, so goodness. um that's an untold story um <laughs> so um my my mom and my dad they immediately called the hospital they called my doctor at the time the doctor who helped deliver me and everything and they're like well don't do anything don't touch her you know um bring her in right away so they did and the January of 89, that was sometime in 89, that was my first cornea transplant. Um, yeah. So imagine you're bringing home a newborn and then she has to go into her first operation. That was a very. Were you the first child? Or uh, no, what? I am. Oh, so we should start by <laughs> saying I am the third of my mother's kids. I have a big family, so. Um, my mother has three girls and my father, he, I'm the 10th of hit from his kids. I'm the 10th child from his kids before he met my mom. So, um, well, me and my, uh, my older sister, Jennifer, we're biologically from both my mom and my dad and our other siblings are, um, from, they have different moms. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like Regina too? Oh no, Regina is from my my mom. She's the firstborn from my mom before uh. um Jen and I were born. That's um because she was in another relationship before she met my father. Uh, okay. So yeah, imagine you know you just delivered your child and you had to go into the hospital with her. So that's what they did. They took me in the hospital, and. Uh, you know, I had my first cornea transplant there. I got to go home. Well, I, two, actually, I would have had more vision in my right eye, at least limited, if it wasn't for the fact that I caught an infection 
from the third operation. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I had two on the left and one on the right. The one on the right failed, basically. Mm. And long story short with that, as I grew up, uh, as I got a little older, um, I we had to go to court because we basically, I can't really talk about that, but we had to go to court. We, long story short, we lost the case with that, which is kind of sad mm-hmm. because he was in the wrong for how it happened. Malpractice? Was it yeah, malpractice? Yeah, Oh, okay. So, um, so yeah. So as, you know, with all of that being said, um, how I started with preschool, you know, uh, my I don't know how my parents met this person that kind of helped them get me into the Queens Lighthouse program. So that's where I went for preschool. But as far as my family interacting with me, I mean, it was hard on them. I have to say it wasn't easy having their youngest child having a disability because, you know, your your parents have high hopes for you when you're born. They want you to get an education. They want you to learn how to drive. I missed out on that. You know, yeah. I wanted to learn how to drive. I wanted to. There were so many milestones that people with 2020 got to experience or experience that I never did. And we may never. I mean, never, I'm sure with technology, technology advancing, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But I but but it's it's a long way off. It's it's so crazy. I mean, it wasn't possible when we were. Well, she she was. You were born in eighty eight. Yeah, I was born in ninety one. So back then, it wasn't like okay. It it was a different time, time period where, yeah. you know, if you had a dis. I mean, this was. I think nineteen ninety was when the yeah. Americans with Disability yeah, Act that's was. That's when that was first passed. Yeah, that was two. Almost, yeah, almost two years old then. Yeah, and I was only well, I wasn't even born yet, so <laughs> I was born right after they passed the right. Americans with Disabilities. So it was a whole learning curve for the world too. Too to learn for in the U.S. For yeah, those to learn in the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know, like and especially our respective backgrounds. Like I'm Haitian, basically. So in that culture, like they didn't know how to deal with children with a disability and so i mean even like i'm also i'm hispanic so those cultures i'm pretty sure you have this too, too yeah you know this they, people see disability as a curse and as, we want yes as a bad yes i was gonna say that you know um especially with my culture like they feel like oh something happened to your child so we have to fix that and or you did some or they blame the parents parents, or you did something but with my family it wasn't like that like they felt bad and I'm like I don't want you to feel because look how I'm striving now but growing up it was they wanted me to have as a normal childhood as possible which in a way it was I Looking back now, it kind of was, but I'm glad I wasn't alone growing up, like meeting, you know, meeting Kayla and meeting the rest of my friends along the way. Like, I felt like, oh, my God, I'm not the only kid <laughs> like that. And that made me feel pretty great. Yeah, And blindness, you know, visually, it's a spectrum, like yeah. different, you know, 
blind is not when when people well, you know blindness means different things, things to different people like to some people blind is like total darkness or gray, gray or whatever no it's not like that it's some, not you know it's blindness is whatever you can see and you want to maximize what you know the vision that you do have some way and that's why you know this is why i wanted to bring the topic of family dynamics because when people ask especially i'm sure you get this too kayla a lot like when you and your mom or you and your dad are out and about and you get that question how do they respond like like oh was your daughter born like that or how does your parents like handle that question because i'm sure they've gotten it a lot over the years and i'm sure there were times where they like yeah. Or one thing that really does, I'm pretty sure it'll annoy most mm-hmm. of you is whenever I'm out with my mom, like say to go do my eyebrows or something. Right. And like when I'm by myself, they're like, oh, do you want this? Or do you need the or whenever I'm with my mom, like they'll look at my mom. I mean, I don't see it, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that happens to you, too. Oh, no, I've I've gotten or they'll say like, oh, does yeah. she want receipt or a couple of weeks ago i had a job interview and we went out to lunch mm-hmm. you know a couple of our manager yeah the person that interviewed me took us out well yeah. treated us to lunch okay. so to speak so and one of one of the co-workers or my future co-workers <laughs> i should say said oh she would like to order blah blah and i i just talked like i stopped and talked <laughs> like i hate when people no, do that i i really do because they it makes me think like you can't speak up for yourself as a visual impaired or blind person and it's or even a, someone with a, a disability. disability it makes you feel like that really gets on my nerves because i'm like i know what i want or yeah. i know what i'm doing and or if even if i don't know like oh you know and you i mean obviously you can't really read the menu and, and you have an idea of what you want and if they don't have it they're like oh i mean the person behind the counter could tell you oh well we don't have this, but we have blah, blah, blah. Like, they can, you know, tell you. Mm-hmm. That is true, too. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, when I go out with my parents, when especially when I was younger, going back to that, like, when I was younger, they used to get it all the time. Like, oh, is your daughter, you know, they're like, yeah, she is. But what they also say is that she's a normal kid. Mm-hmm. She's do- She just does things differently or like she has friends like she goes to school she she's more social than we are and my mom says that to this day like mom like I go out with my friends all the time and my you know our neighbors used to like oh where's their daughter they're like she has more of a social life than me (laughs) you know (laughs) and which is true I try to live my life as you know I don't let it sometimes certain things does bother me like about my visual impairment but I try not to let it limit limit me in what I want to do whether I want to go out with my friends or whether I want to you know do things and I feel you know I want to stress that to those of you who are listening I want to stress that don't let your disability limit you to what you can do because despite you know how you may feel at that time and how you know that's why we're talking about families because sometimes family may they they mean well 
<laughs> they really do, but they can say the wrong thing or sometimes... Sometimes it's not what they say, say it's, it's how, how they it's delivered. It's delivered as well. Yeah. So I want you to know that you're not the only one that goes through it. I'm sure both of us have gone, had those moments where they may say something and you're like, really? <laughs> like, this is not, this is not yeah. what I wanted to hear right now, but... But we definitely wanted to stress that because we I've had moments where, you know, I like I may do something accidental and they're like, oh, well, you should watch her. Your, and or you th- or or you got to pay attention, attention where and I'm like, but OK, <laughs> you know, but I, I we try not to take like even people personal. who can see they do things that are unintentional, too. And, and you don't, yeah, you know. exactly. So. <laughs> And they don't like you break uh you break a glass accidentally and it's like okay like you know sighted people do that too sometimes yeah and and I try to say that to him like oh no you guys do it and yeah and nobody yeah like anything or like nobody blames you it's uh, it's an accident right 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 but other than that you know I mean like I said I'm sure you all that are listening have had those moments and we've we've had more of our fair share um i think you know the the best way to deal with it is to you know this is why especially if those of you who are you know like just became blonde as well please don't be afraid to speak up about that too because it's hard out here. <laughs> it's very hard. It's very difficult. Even for us, like I've been visually p- impaired since I was born. Yeah, and me too. Blind from birth, basically. Blind from birth, and 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 we and we learned, you know, as we went through life, like it's a lot different when we were through it. It was very different at the time. Yeah, and like people who were who. I mean, we've met a few people who have became blind because of a medical condition, condition or whatever. Right, right. And it's they they can't imagine. I for us, it's like you know we've been doing this for all years. our lives, <laughs> and they can't. The people who became blind, like they can't imagine not you know doing things and, and you the can't same see way anymore. Right. I'm like, yeah, you can. You can. It's and just you may have to do it a different way, but you can. Mm-hmm. And we have to, you know, I have even myself, I have to do that too. Like, like I remind. <laughs> remind myself that, yeah, I can. It's just even if it's a different way, I, it may not be the same way as someone else that mm-hmm. and that may do it, but it's in our way. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm, you know, I guess growing, growing up in a household, you know, you're, well, I'm basically the youngest, so. I, I'm i sure you've experienced this too, where, you know, um, as I got older, I wanted to do more things. And sometimes your parents may say, oh, no, um, you can't because for whatever reason, they, parents become more protective, more so than their other children because of your disability which I can understand that now to a point but I still feel that you should treat all of your kids the same yeah as opposed to and have the same expectations expectations for your children 
Yeah. As and we learn, you know, as you know, we're getting older. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're yeah, we're, we're still, still in young, our thirties, guys. <laughs> yeah, but you know, as we're going through life, we learned how being so overprotected can can be detrimental too. It, yeah, it can be it can be helpful, but it could also be detrimental. Yeah, there and has to be that balance between between those two things because you know, um, I've had conversations with some people that Kayla and I grew up with and I've learned you know a lot of things that I didn't know back then that that's why I'm glad we're kind of this is my first topic I wanted to talk about because their families didn't treat them the way I thought they were being treated or the way that you know because, you know, when you go to school with someone and you then you think, oh, everything is great. Everything is fine. Um, their family is just like mine in a way, but in reality, it wasn't. So now that they're older, you know, certain things that they need to do for themselves, they can't because their parents always did it for them. Or it was... You know, just little things like that, I feel like the little things you can do for yourself as a person who is totally blind or visually impaired, you should take pride in. Like, hey, if you can, like, for instance, just an example, like having your own bank account, that's something you should be happy about. And everyone should have Have a checking account account and savings account account. because I discovered someone who just has a savings account like you're supposed to have both here i was like what and like i have like i have a i have a couple of credit cards and i have a checking account and a savings account so everyone should like you should have access to everything that everyone else has your yes now in my case if you are quote unquote air quotes here if you're quote unquote renting to your parent while you're living there that's a different story the reason why I say that is because that is my situation I live with you know I live with my mom and my sisters and we all equally try to contribute to the household yeah I do that too you know my job is giving her you know a portion of what I have which is negotiable because you live there. No one lives with their parents for free. No. <laughs> and if you do, then that's, you know, that's a if whole If you do, other, that's, that's that's very nice. Thing. That's very nice, nice if you do. Yes. <laughs> but no one, I think, mm. I think, I mean, if you, if you live with your parents, you should be working or going to school. Yes. It's either one of two things. One of two things. Or, you know, and if you're, Doing one of those things, or even if you're doing something as a hobby that can turn into something, at least you should have basic, you know, access to the things that you have. And those of you who do, congratulations. That's great. You know, that's fantastic. But we're just speaking generally for those who do not. And I feel that you should because that's something you should be proud of you should be like this is mine this is not anybody else's 
you know um that's why we say that having our families it's helpful but it could also be as you get older or as you're we're looking back now and I did a lot of reflecting I'm like this did help in some areas and there's some that I kind of wish that it didn't happen that way but it did and I couldn't change that so um that's why we're talking about families because yes they can be very supportive at times and also there are moments where it, it can be a little discouraging we're not saying all of them do but it's there are moments where that happens but aside from that you know having but if you do have a good family support system especially if you have been blind from birth or you know because of your medical condition you became blind and you do have a good support system that is great because it is important to have that especially you know if you're a teenager or even if you're in your 20s or even our age there you know going through that um it's good to have a good support system because I do I have my family is great yes at times they drive me insane or I guess that's everybody I'm learning that's everybody you know like you want a family support system that encourages you to follow your dreams dreams, you don't want them to have you sit on your ass yes, and, exactly. you know, no, yeah. and no, rot. I know it sounds like we're being blunt, but it's the truth. We don't want that. For you. We want you to have a support system that encourages you to do the things that you love to do, whether it's, you know, whether you're going to school, whether it's getting a job, whether it's pursuing whatever it is that you're passionate about. Yeah, like right now, I, well, I will be starting a job that... It, you know, with my background in media and communications, I I recently got offered a position at the Jewish Braille Institute in the city, in New York City, which as a Braille and audio technician. So I will be responsible for collating and um, Braille books and making sure that the pages are in correct order and, and o- order. <laughs> Tongue twisted here, guys. Right. And also removing audio artifacts from the talking the books that were being recorded for the national library service so it's going to be you know looking at the job description when i got got offered you know when i applied and it it was like wow this sounds like something i could do and i applied and got interviewed and look i and i got the offer so and i accepted so congratulations thank you so how did you so since we're talking on the topic of family dynamics how does your your mom and dad feel that you took this position how are they excited for you they're very excited for me that's they're they're very excited for me like so much so that right now um well we've been finding clothes well well, so far i got pants like trying on pants you know because you know the job (laughs) i gotta dress more professional now so so just a quick sidebar on that when we do talk about jobs and job seeking and also when you get offered a position yes that is something we need to discuss on clothing (laughs) yes because well we'll get you know we'll get to that it's a future future it's yeah yeah, it's a future sidebar there (laughs) yeah but you know just you know it was just a backstory on you know support system and all that kind of stuff (laughs) but i but again congratulations i'm so happy for you thank you you're welcome 
So yeah. yeah, it's but I'm glad your parents are very excited and you know. Yeah, and anything you do, like, you know, if you're going to school for whatever reason, like I went to school for media and communications and a lot of families don't encourage their children to go to college, you know, especially those who, who have a disability, which is so sad. Like, I think you should. Yeah, I, I feel that strongly as well. I feel because wouldn't you want your child to succeed in life? Yes, granted, there are we deal with a lot of challenges every day. Yeah. And, and we and we will still do. We, we still so do well. And whether it's in our workplace, personal, anything we do, it's going to be challenging. But you have to let us, you know, experience that because if not, we're not how how are you gonna learn, you know? Um what's I can well since we're talking about families today, like I remember going to school, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm sure you this one we're gonna go down memory lane a little bit so like um I was in junior high school right so we used to have I'm so sad we don't have it anymore we used to have uh a competition um for especially for kids in the New York City area and upstate New York as well where we would compete in field games Oh yeah, the yeah, Empire the, State. The, the I think M- they might still have, have it. it right. They might still have it, I but still it's have like my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know what? I still have a bunch of my medals from all oh that in, my, in a drawer. It, it's in so a junk crazy. drawer. So, um, so my first year. This is before Kayla came to my school at the time. So my first year there, you know, a lot happened that year. So this was back in two thousand one, yeah. and um. You know, as a way to kind of like, I mean, I knew what was going on before that because I heard about it through another good friend of mine who was at the same school as us and um, before I even got there, actually. <laughs> and she was like, oh, my God, you're going to love it. And I'm like, what? My parents would never let me stay like, oh, and this is like, I was like 13 at the time. So. I literally, well, so I was turning 14 at the time of, you know, doing this trip. And I was so excited because, you know, I got to be with my friends. I got to, like, experience being away from home. Even, granted, it was only for three days. Yeah. But I was super, super excited. So, like, it took a little convincing. But my parents actually said yes. And, you know, we were training all year. And finally, it came, and my parents are like, oh, my God, I'm sure Kayla and I can tell you this is what happens when we used to go on trip, like, especially away trips. Like, do you have everything? Oh, is my kid going to make sure your child has, a-? like, it was just so, like, I get it. Our parents were. And this was before like, everybody had cell phones. Oh, this is insane. Yeah, this is way before cell phone time. Like, not everybody. Had like, if, And if if we wanted to call our parents. We literally then, had to use a pay phone in the dorm. Or borrow somebody's phone. phone in a dorm. I remember that. Like, this was so crazy. So, yeah, um, they, my dad was like, oh, my God, yeah, he was one of those dads. Oh, um, what time are, is she going to arrive at the, at the, as any person, you know, any concerned parent would ask those questions. But when you are 
fun and vision impaired. I'm sure all of you have experienced that, you know, either growing up or even now, like if you're going away. And this was like, before tracking apps like exactly, Life360. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like you could imagine like how our parents were like, oh, my God, um, let me know you got I'm like I'm gonna have to ask someone to use their phone or something to let you know that I'm okay like and they overpack that's what my parents used to do overpacked me with things that they think I would need like clothes and stuff yeah like clothes and then like toiletry well now I mean if you're flying you can't take yeah you can't take as much stuff anymore but like it was just a lot they're like oh is someone oh and here's the thing that used to really get on under my skin they're like is someone going to walk with you and and i'm like yeah yeah uh (laughs) this is is like they're making sure that nothing happens which you know we had a lot of our teachers who chaperone there and they know how to handle children with disabilities so it wasn't a far stretch you know but this is how it was for me growing up so it was a lot it's a lot to contend with I mean I had a great time but it's just to prepare for it and to get your parents to say yes to something like that it took a little convincing and I actually had to have my parents talk to our former school teacher at the time. So it was it was a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> things to put into to let me go on that trip. Yeah. I remember my first time going away was in two. Well, a year. At, well, yeah. yeah, it was about a year after yeah. her because 2003, actually. <laughs> 2002. Yeah. 2002. Yeah. Uh-huh. We went. Yeah. Because back then we had um, our school, elementary school had the 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 fresh air fund here yes. and then they yes. had like the summer camps so mm-hmm. i went to they had like a bunch of camps camp hidden i went to camp hidden and valley and there was like two other camps that were surrounding it so it was i was so jealous of you because <laughs> my parents that one they never let me go to but they let me go to the empire state games which was yeah. i guess because i was older yeah cause i wanted to do even like back in our old elementary school like we had a um, we had a camp doctor who actually worked at our school. Yeah, Doctor Burke. Burke. She was so cool. I loved her. Yeah, that's that's who got us. The got well. I told I, t- I asked my mom like I want to go to camp because I saw everyone else like yeah, a, a lot, lot of, of our friends went to camp. But my parents were like no, she's too young. How, who's gonna? I'm like, I'm like no, there's kids our age eight. there, and like no, up and to twelve. I, I literally like I was so disappointed, but I made up for it by going to the games when I went when I was a little older so. and the other programs and like the, other the programs, pre-voc- like vocational we- yeah we'll talk about those too yeah <laughs> the pre-vocational even those were like they were I, I mean they were a lot of work too but we also had fun yeah we also had we had a great time yeah but just I guess the fear of sending their child away for a couple of days especially I went away for, like, what was it, 12, <laughs> I think it was 11 days, I think. I yeah. went, I remember that year, it was July 5th, mm-hmm. I left in the morning, they took me to the George Washington bus station in the oh, city. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh my and God, that's I had crazy. every, I had, like, my mom packed me a, a luggage of clothes and all that, and a, and a, and I had a carry-on with my 
I think I had my snacks and like, I don't know what else I like toiletries <laughs> and a bunch of crap I had in there. But oh, any, wow, wow, and, wow, wow. and uh, like and back then there were no cell phones. So if you wanted to write your parents, you had to write that, them a letter. Exactly. So I had a whole thing of oh, I can letters, imagine that. <laughs> letter paper and envelopes and stamps for them to have help. And luckily I had help. So that, you know, that's writing. a good thing. Yeah. So how did your so for you? How was it going? Because you went away more than I did. Yeah. So like your very first trip, how was that with them, you know, sending you away for the first time? My mom did not want me to go. She's like, I don't. She was like holding me like, Kayla. She's like, Kayla, you sure you want to go? You sure you want to go? I'm like, uh. And she's like, I don't want you to go. I don't want you to go. Wow. 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 But I, I, I I turned out okay. Like I, I. I enjoyed it. I, you know, the, the pool, I, all the activities. <laughs> so, I mean, you got to let your kid, Kids. if you're a parent, you got to let your kid. Kids. Especially if you're a parent of a child that is, I mean, I'm sure for parents that have kids, 2020 vision, but it's more, it's extra worrying when you have a child that has a vision impairment or total blindness or any other disability, which we understand that completely, but you have to let your child be a child. You have to let your kid be a kid. Yeah. And I think we learn, like we learn how to be independent uh, and through these experiences. That's another reason why, you know, we're talking about this so much. I know it seems like we're telling a lot of stories today, but we want you guys to know that because we did those things, we've gained a lot of experience from that we've learned so much from you know like from our time you know doing these experiences and I'm sure and I like Kayla and I have these conversations all the time like we would always feel bad for kids that are growing up today that didn't get to have those experiences and if they do or they may not experience it in the way way that that we did yeah like um, i'm sure going to school like when we went to school and we learned i mean i think you learned print first yeah i did that is true i yes um i learned print first not everybody knows that but um because kayla and i were having a conversation and she asked me this question i said yeah and she was so shocked by it i was like yeah i because where i went for preschool that's where i met most of my friends that i grew up with um you learned both print and braille and when I went to kindergarten at that time I was learning print and braille at the same time essentially at the same time that because that's how our teachers taught us and then as I got older I started using more braille because you know every school I went to they had a different way of teaching but even for me like going away for the first time my parents were hesitant especially my dad my dad was very 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 hesitant and he's like did you call your daughter is she okay does she need anything i'm like i'm away from home it's okay it's fine you know but things like that you have to just let your child be a child and no matter what it is it's I know it's hard to hear, especially um, those of you who have, you know, children with disabilities. And I know that's hard to hear, but you have to teach them 
how to be independent at an early age because if not it's the learning process will get harder as they get older at least that's how I see it and I'm sure Kayla has the same thoughts as me like if you don't learn early the process of becoming independent gets a little harder yeah and also the motivation motivation, gets lesser too like I've not growing I mean now going through life like i i see some people that we know mm-hmm. the like they're not mo- like you can tell them and like oh like like school for instance we know someone yes someone oh. in very particular yeah um you know he was never that great at school yeah he never i mean he could have he just never took it seriously or yeah called him the class clown basically <laughs> Yeah, but and we oh like I know like growing up we were always in the same bus. I think we went to the Queens lot. Lighthouse together. We graduated together. We were in the same bus most wow. of the time. Wow, we amazing. were in the same classes. It was so weird. It was super <laughs> and but, like he never took school. Se- he never did his homework. Oh, I wow. was always the one who always did her did homework uh, up. Right. At, you know, high school he was absent a lot, and like. Even co- he was gonna start college, but he never. He just never did, yeah. Yeah. So like, and just he's not mo like, you know. I don't think he had that support system and that you know the motivation is just it's just not there. And this is why we stress that we hope for all of you that you had that support system. And if you didn't, I hope that changed over time. And if it hasn't, you know, just know that you're not alone and trying to find that support because like we said you know our Kayla and I's experiences are similar but they're a little bit different in terms of how we grew up we may have grown up nearly at the same time and we've been around each other for so many years but our experiences at least at home is a bit different from you know from each other which that's why we're talking about it because our experiences were very different at least in the home aspect like we I mean I'm sure we both had good support growing up but at the same time they're like you know she got to do more things than me like she went on her first away trip when I was 11 yeah when I was 11 yeah yeah I I went I went to that (laughs) camp two years in a row I went 2002 and 2003 and yeah so And it was really enjoyable. I really enjoyed it. It was a great experience. I got to meet (laughs) people. And it wasn't just like those camps were not just there were some people who I think there was there was a couple of other people that had um, that was in a wheelchair, Mm -hmm. but most of them were sighted. Oh, so it's so safe that you also met other people. Yeah. We're 22, so that's awesome. And even getting to know the, the counselors that were there, the camp counselors, you know, get get to know because a lot of them, they, they like I, I remember my second year there. It mm-hmm. was my second and last year there. Th- a lot of the counselors, they were all British. Oh, wow. So, that's pretty cool. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So you get <laughs> so you get that you get to enjoy activities and you get to meet people from all walks of life, you know. Mm, that's good that's and all nationalities and, and that's life <laughs> too like we're still doing that yeah that that's true that's definitely true yeah like like even my my um the person that interviewed me he's also a brit well one of the people <laughs> oh, okay okay yeah, but. oh wow okay that's that's pretty awesome to know wow wow that's so, cool 
Yeah, and I'm working in a job where I'm going to n- learn some cultural differences. Oh, so yeah, see, like- that's that's a big difference, too. And that's another thing. Um, we also have to point out that, you know, like Kayla said, she she's Hispanic. And for myself, I'm Haitian. So we both have these cultural differences in terms of how our families de- de- dealt with our visual impairment. And sometimes the way they deal with it is similar because they're very their parents get very protective they want to make sure nothing's gonna happen we're like nothing's gonna happen we'll be okay we'll be fine but it's just it's just how it is and I've learned to deal with it it still bugs me now because I'm old I'm a lot older now but I mean I like I said I completely understand because you know if I ever you know, have my own child, and God forbid my child ends up the way that I am, I, I'm i going to feel the same way, but at least I will let them do, let, let them, experience, essentially let them experience things that, some things that I didn't, but I also want them to learn about the world, you know, and not be so scared to try new things yeah because yeah i would teach my kid bro if he was visual i think maybe you should teach them as a sighted kid too Too, yeah i think so as well i i believe that um oh yeah speaking of that um quick backstory my uncle one of my uncles actually growing up you know i had to have somebody help me with my homework And predominantly, my homework was in Braille, right? So my uncle actually, I'm sure it'll be a little difficult for him now because he hasn't done it. But he used to read it with his eyes. Yeah. Yeah, Our teachers used to to do it. And he helped me. And if I got something wrong, he'll tell me. He's like, oh, no, no, that's not right. Like, really? You got it wrong. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I did. (laughs) Because, like... As, you know, you learn the regular ABCs with Braille, and then you start to learn, like, the contractions and stuff. Yeah, and the numbers, and, and the like, mimic, like Yeah, what? so, I mean, like, a lot of... So, when I was learning my contractions um, in kindergarten, that's when I learned most... I'm sure you've learned most of them at that time, too. Yeah. Um, I remember I had to write... A, something I had to write, right? And then I messed up. And I'm like, wait, I know what this is. And he's like, no, you got it wrong. He's like, do. He's like, write it again, but you have to use the proper change for that. And I'm like, how did you? I'm like, what? So like, yeah, he used to read it. He used to read like all my homework with. Yeah, he would look at it, and like, um, he would correct it. Like he'll help me correct it if I got you know whatever wrong. Like my parents didn't know how to do it. So they would act like my uncle, like for him for the first, because I was learning essentially at the same time as him. Yeah. So like we were kind of learning together, but essentially like he, he learned it quicker than me because when I started getting like my math homework and all that, he was like, no, 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 you're getting this wrong. I was like, wait, I, okay. I'm, but, but that's how it is like. I'm sure if I asked him now, it would it would be a little bit weird because he hasn't done it in so long, but he used to. He used to really, literally, like, he's like, let me see what you wrote. And then he would read it, 
And I'm like, I wish I could do that. <laughs> I wish I could do that. Like, but that's what we mean when we say we hope you do have a support system. Like, if you were growing up and you were learning, like, I hope that you had someone that could help. Because learning it on your own is tough enough. But at least if you had someone to help you with your homework every day, it was a little easier (laughs) you know um and speaking of doing homework (laughs) i know homework i think being a parent i guess what is i don't know what's the hardest part homework or (laughs) or just i guess everything in between i guess we should i think we should do an interview with the parents yeah (laughs) i think so for future episodes i i think i should i think we both should because i my mom never got to do homework with me Really? She worked, didn't she work around the clock? I know she was. Uh, yeah, she, um, like, well, when I was from the ages of not, because that's when she started working with, um, one of her longest clients she's ever worked with. Mm. When I was nine, um, no, she actually never did. It was always my uncle. Mm. The person who would check my report card was my brother. And then, like, (laughs) uh, but, I mean, my parents were involved in my education, like, going to parent-teacher conferences, advocating for if I needed something. Like, a lot of the time, I got good feedback on my parent-teacher mates. Like, there was some things I needed. I love parent-teacher night. That was always fun. Yeah, I don't know if why. you if you did good in school, parent teacher night should be like if you were doing bad, obviously you would like be some scared. Like I know the person we talked about that I don't think he, her, I think he I think I never met their parents until Christmas I I did I, I I met him a couple of other times, but I don't think she, I don't know uh, I I mean we're not gonna get into that, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but no, if you know, um, parent teacher nights for us was actually it was fun fun. i like i I remember like parent teacher night was my mom's like okay show me where the classroom is and like i was the one that showed her showed them where we had to go right 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 and then i would sit with the teacher like you know i I would sit (laughs) i remember Mm -hmm. one of our teachers sitting with the teacher and the teacher talking to my parents like oh yeah blah 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 blah." and you know (laughs) i mean even if it was something that was kind of something that i was having trouble, trouble with, with yeah. that it was kind of con- giving some constructive criticism advice. like yeah. like and this is why i say i wish we were back at that time where special education teachers and parents really had good communication because our teachers shout out to miss Agati, we love you oh yeah <laughs> we love you around here yeah uh, i think you know what she lives around here I think. oh my gosh she does oh, yeah nice. right because there's a junior high school a couple blocks away from here so uh, where we're broadcasting so yeah. <laughs> my oh my god my mom loves her because she was one of our favorite my parents loved her too yeah she was one of I can say on the back of my hand she's one of our favorite teachers growing she was up. tough yeah yeah she was tough but fair very tough on us because she wanted us to, you know, really do get to our potential. And, you know, talking to a bunch of 10, 11, 12 year olds, because, you know, that was her age range for. Yeah, she teach, taught. She, she taught, taught fifth, fifth and sixth, sixth grade. grade. Yeah. Sometimes so, fourth. I fourth. Think. Yeah. It, sometimes. Oh, yeah. And fun fact, guys, we used to combine our classes every now and then. So she would 
teach all of us at yeah. one time. <laughs> yeah, like and we had a teacher that was that taught third and fourth, fourth grade. grade, and then we had another teacher, and because a lot of the kids we grew up with, some of them were older than us, some of them were older, some of them were around our age, and then some of them were a lot younger. So um, at the time, they called it self-contained classes. So you basically essentially grow up with the same teacher for a period of time. And then you always have to switch schools because, you know, a lot of the public schools didn't have the services that we needed. So every time we had to switch from one school to another. So essentially, we all saw each other a lot. Like yeah. a lot of times, a lot yeah. of times. Yeah, I mean, even if we weren't in the same school, we saw each other through, it, through programs that we did. Things. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, like, going back to, yeah, Parentation Night was always fun. My very first one I could remember was, was it? I never went to 43, PS 43's parent teacher. I've never been I only to, got I've never been to 43. Home. I only, uh, that one I used to get phone calls. I don't think she ever did parent teacher. No. Because right? I would have remembered something like that. But she used to call, give, my very first one was when I came to PS223, which is in Sefton Boulevard in Queens, yeah. New York, which is, oh my God, I can't believe it's I, been so long since I lived Well, they there. don't, they don't, I don't know if they still, I remember. No, it's, they don't. They don't have it anymore, no. but. No, but I they they had it at another school. Yeah, in two fifty four, which is another school that. Yeah, I don't know if they still do though. Yeah, I remember in two thousand seven, I had a summer job there. Oh, okay. One of my work experience training was there. Oh, so, well. yeah, <laughs> and it, it was it was good. I was with Miss Lee's like. We uh, had another teacher, teacher Miss Lee. Yes, we love you too. She's yeah, awesome. She's she's one of another of our favorites. Um, yeah, she taught all the little kids second, yeah, second, second grade, first, second first and grade, second. Yeah, the little the little ones. Yes, I was there with her. Wow, I after I turned eight, I left, yeah. and then I got to she's twenty three. That was my very first parent teacher night. And yeah. they're like, oh, my God, your daughter is amazing. She answers every question in class, and, which I did. I, I tried to answer mm-hmm. as many questions as I can. And third grade was a little interesting for me because, you know, starting a new school again. And I think we started new schools, like, every, every few years. years. Yeah, every few years. Like, some people, like, I know here, like, when I moved out here, mm-hmm. I moved to Valley Stream – 2007 so the school year 2000 years ago. that's yeah. crazy wow. i can't believe it. it's been it was that long oh yeah gosh. it's 16 years ago. <laughs> i it, it doesn't feel like no, that because i because you know sidebar i had a i had a little anniversary for myself which was 16 years ago uh today's what the 10th yeah so four days ago which was the sixth that was my last my well, actually, high school at the time of recording yeah, it was the 10th but you know yeah so it was the 10th and um so june 6 2007 i went to my high school prom and i remember that day because i was like oh my god so 16 years ago i graduated from gover cleveland high school oh my which gosh. was insane <laughs> that 2007 was a very challenging year but you know my and like that's another wasn't your more challenging year the first year you went there it was because of the classes i took it was challenging personally because a lot of things were happening 
in my personal life at the time. Um, but it was a good year ending because, you know, being, you know, I'm, I don't know if a lot of you got to have these little milestones or if you did, I hope you cherish them because, you know, I was the only person who was visually impaired. Actually, there was another person who went with me because um, it was two of us actually from our class that went to the prom with everybody that's, you know, imagine you're two people that has visually impaired or can't see anything and you're surrounded by people that's like, that can see. So it was, it was a good experience for me. I had a good time. That's good. So that was a little, I was like, oh my God. That's that's one of the things I I mean, high school, it was kind of scary. Like I questioned, you know, Moving out. You know, some some of them like high school prom. Yeah. I think I did because we had elementary school prom. Yeah, I remember that one mm. for myself. Oh my god, my parents, <laughs> my dad. Funny fun fact about that. This is where parents funny moments come in. So like it was yeah, it was my six our sixth grade because that's you know that was our last year. I don't think everybody has had that. it. No. <laughs> But we did because the way our school was at the time. And, um, you know, like, they're like, oh, my gosh. Um, you know, they're like, so how long? I'm like, it's right after school. So I literally had to come in dressed up wearing a dress. Wow. All, I had to wear it all day because we had regular classes. So, like, come in. I had to make sure my dress didn't get dirty <laughs> nothing through the and whole you had to day. come in with your hair and your d- everything it was like picture day picture day at school you had to come that in was with the like best dude. day ever <laughs> i love picture day regardless of how awkward my photos were <laughs> but no i like like we we tell these stories to tell you that our growing up the way that we did and i know that everybody's experiences aren't the same but I I could speak for my parents that they wanted me to have as normal a childhood as I could even if it meant learning you know uh even if they had to learn things with me you know like how to advocate again like and how to you know yeah if any if anyone's the best advocate if anyone is like gonna be your the best advocate for you you. it's 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 you (laughs) and when you're a child i mean when you're a child it's gonna be your parents parents. yeah and sometimes if they don't know that's our job to teach them too like if they're which you know talking about that it's it's crazy because my parents i remember the first time they had to fight so I could get to school on time. Just, oh, yeah. Mine, too. Just to Mine get too. me to school Or on get time. home. Like, my on mom, I, I think my mom will tell you the story that, you know, oh. they had to fight with the bus company, the dispatcher, oh, yeah. I, to get me home. Like, where is she? Oh. Like, And this was before, guys, cell phones, everything. Tracking, tracking apps and things. Everything. You, you had to you had to really rely on the bus company. Like, like oh, she's sure in it. You get home on time. Because that's the way. Or know where your kid is. Yeah. I mean, now we have tracking apps and things. (laughs) Just put an air tag on your bag and stuff. Forget it. Like, 
I remember when I started kindergarten, like for preschool busing, it was never a problem. I got I, like the only yeah the lighthouse busing wasn't was too bad amazing. that I remember. I it loved was it. yeah it was I think PS nine PS ninety nine wasn't too bad. Wasn't I mean some bad. a little bit it was a little bit. Okay. I think two twenty three on That's was like got bad for you. It, it hasn't it wasn't that terrible mm-hmm. i mean they were uh, i don't know maybe you it, could ask maybe <laughs> when we do interviews with parents, parents maybe yeah we, can, we one could of the ask, questions. yeah because i remember distinctly like when i started kindergarten um oh my god we had to because my parents had to go to work and my dad actually my dad had just newly retired at the time so my mom like he had to bring my mom to work and he was always stuck waiting he's like it's seven thirty. She has to get to school. Like, what's going on? It was almost constant. Like for my first, I think the first like, like few weeks of school is always. It a was fight. always always constant. But then after that, you know, it got better. <laughs> it got a little better until and they do something. Until wrong they again. do something wrong again. But it's always crazy. Oh, since we're talking about our families today, um. I'd like to ask you something. Did your parents ever go with you on a tr- on a school trip? Are you? It they was never went, or they never one went? time. My mom went. We went to the. It was when we were when I was at the Queens Lighthouse, okay. and I remember this one. We we went to the Big Apple Circus, and every oh, year. That's yeah. what I did too. Oh yeah. wow! So my mom spent the whole like she was on the the on the bus with me. Mm-hmm. We went on the on the bus to go on the trip, and yeah, that was. Oh wow. I can remember the first trip my mom, the first and only trip my mom ever went with me. And this is, so for those of you who may have visited New York, um, we have Coney Island. And, um, well, now they changed the name. It's, it's back it's, then it was called Astroland Amusement Park. For now those it's of Luna Park. Yeah. I think, isn't it? Now I it's thought Luna were, Park. Yeah. I thought there was, I thought there was, they had like two, no? No, no, no. So... Before they changed it to Luna, it was called Astroland. And um, oh, for those of you who, some of you I know, <clears throat> who used to live in New York knows this. Um, Astro, yeah, it was Astroland. Yeah. And I was about, I think it was our first tri- school trip ever for kid. Either it was the Queen's Lighthouse or, pre- or kindergarten. I think it was more of a kindergarten trip. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, they planned a special trip for us to go there for a whole day. We went there the whole day, which was one of my very first times I've ever went to Coney Island. Um, so, my mom, so they, you know, they invited the parents. So, my mom had to take a day off, um, luckily. Yeah, so, my, yeah, my mom took the day off, too. So, to I, <laughs> you know, you get the permission slips, and you got it signed. And then my mom came. She packed us a lunch. And it was awesome, like. I loved having my mom. Um, that was one of the best memories I actually have because it was the one, only one time that my parents actually got to see me like interact with other kids that had disabilities too. So it was a learning experience for my mom too. Like we went the whole day. I got to ride a lot of rides. I got to eat so much. Oh my God, <laughs> so much candy and junk food. It was ridiculous. But I actually enjoyed it. It was a very good. Um, it was did you have an Ethan's hot dog? Yes, I did. That was oh. my first time. You know, I haven't had a. You know, if you live in New York City and go past a, a we call it a dirty water hot dog. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> yeah, we call it that, but even though some of it is not true. No, it's not. The, it's I don't know why they true. call it dirty water hot, but it's like, you know, it's the Sabret hot dog. Like, oh, with, oh. It's the best, you guys. You, it's and awesome. the other brands are not the best. I remember, oh my gosh, I'll give you another backstory. I know we have a lot of backstories today, guys, because we, we've been going on for like more than an hour, so <laughs> we have a lot of stories for you guys. So backstory about hot dogs, since now we're on the subject. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, we have a, I don't know if you ever heard of Western beef. Mm-hmm. Like we have one that's not like literally two minutes driving. It's like a, a five blocks away from our house, from where we're broadcasting actually. And they have like a bunch of different meats. So they have their own Western beef brand hot dogs. They look like the Sabret hot dogs. So my dad, <laughs> he bought a few years ago, he bought he bought three packs and my mom's like no oh my god and my mom's like my mom's like don't do that buy one because you never know because we've never had it before yeah 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 and he you know he bought it because they were cheap i think it was three packs were like i don't know how much it was and they were pretty cheap and then open the pack Mm -hmm. open one they were horrible really it was like it was not sabret it didn't taste like the sabret hot dog oh no it was and it and you know like certain brands like they cook differently Mm -hmm. so i mean it the quality wasn't that great oh wow so never again do not (laughs) buy western beef hot dogs it when it comes to hot dogs for me it's sabret or nathan's oh okay good to know (laughs) yeah so I mean, the other brands, okay, but it's mostly Sabret, because if you want to go for good, the mm-hmm. best, it's Sabret or Nathan's, which wow. are usually a little bit longer. Guys, if you ever bought Nathan's mm-hmm. hot dogs it's, it's great. in the supermarket, <laughs> you know, they're the best. And you can cook them in the air fryer. I mean, and, and everything like that. <laughs> so it's, it's good. It's or really you can great. boil them. You can barbecue them. It is barbecue season. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yes. It's definitely time for that. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, you know, I you know I haven't had a good dirty water hot dog. <laughs> <in my life. laughs> and I'm gonna be working in the city, so I gotta find oh, a good you, dirty. Oh, water. I'm sure there'll, there'll be some good hot dog carts for you, girl. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I think there's those places. Those carts are cash only. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, they are. But like I said, we we've told a lot of stories, but I hope that you know we we like to share our experiences because this is what it's all about: sharing our way of how we grew up and you know how we dealt with our families we're we have a lot to talk about with that but we just wanted you to get to know like a little bit about how our families interact with this and how we grew up and everything like that so i hope this was very enjoyable i know it was a lot of storytelling today yeah (laughs) (laughs) because we've known each other for so long so we we basically had first-hand experience of a lot of the things that we spoke about and you know and those of you who are parents and if you also have a child that has a disability as well like you know I hope that you know they're getting to experience I know their experiences are so much more different now than it was for us because yeah. all the smart all, the, all this I think all the smartphone technology there's got to be a balance between all the smartphone technology yes I because I, I, it's like I, I saw a child as young as 
four five mm-hmm. with a self with a parent's cell phone like oh seriously my god no way that's crazy yeah. that's i think so it was crazy. it was mom's cell phone like seriously like <laughs> when i was little we didn't have any of this stuff no it's it's insane guys it really really is it's a different time but i hope that you know you guys got to hear a little bit about how we grew up then you know um and how we did things because it's a different time now it's very different and some of these things you know what all the technology could be done like i say there's got to be a balance because it could be detrimental yeah i i believe the child as they get older they grow up let's try to you know have that balance because we want the kids that are growing up today to have outside time and there's not a lot of that anymore there's not a lot of like i don't even hear kids like outside playing stickball and riding bikes anything <laughs> i remember when i was i when I, I used to live in queens i used to ride my bike oh my around goodness. the we had like a backyard so i would ride it around the the area and you know luckily and i have some <laughs> usable vision so i can do that. <laughs> no it, it was it's great you know but now it's it's not the same it's yeah. essentially not 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 the same anymore uh, we gotta get i mean when we do have kids we gotta get them to, to do kind that of kind experience of stuff the stuff that we did like going going to like camps going to, and teaching like, them how to ride a bike, bike and, and doing all that you know sports stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah and see what they like what they don't like you know that's how they learn of course of course definitely definitely so um if we if you guys have any questions on today's episode please leave us your comments feedback we on our it. instagram on our instagram at the blind the blind spot on instagram and if you want to email us if you don't have access to social media it's the blind spot at gmail.com thank you guys for listening yeah and do we have any what we're going to talk about on this so our next episode we're going to do a continuations on family dynamics but we will be talking about traveling with your family oh (laughs) also we're going to be talking about how we you know how our families interact when we're at social events like Uh, family gatherings and all of that stuff yeah i think that's i'm sure you have very important yes that is very and i know it could be awkward for some you know it definitely can it can definitely be awkward but i think that's something we will be talking about in our next episode yes all right so hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will see See you you next time on the blind Blind spot Spot. i'm melissa outstore and i'm kayla aloquin thanks Thanks for listening